and welcome back to Grit Iron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ron, and I'm joined by the entire collective, the disciple, Brett Colson, Donnie, D.P. Peters, and the resident moves himself, Mo Nuwara. It is Super Contest Friday, so we will bicker, we will banter, and when the dust settles, we will have five picks against the Super Contest lines to submit even though we have a woeful record currently. Hopefully you guys are listening to the Recap and DFS podcasts on Tuesday and Thursday, respectively. If you listened to that DFS pod, you may have put down some real American dollars on Pittsburgh last night after I touted the hell out of them. Great performance by the Steelers and a classic performance after looking as bad as possible the week before rule of mo always bet on the team that looked the worst the previous week they come home and blow doors off of a horrifying tennessee defense and marcus marijuana shows his stripes what an awful game by Mariota. was there anybody here that was contentious with me when i when i started this uh this Mariota hate i don't recall anybody being too against my hate i i Brett might have loved him a little bit, like a tiny. I've bit. never thought he was good. I never loved him or Jameis that much. Yeah, that's the funny thing is that both these guys are going to end up being less than replacement level. I also hated Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. So, well, Carson Wentz is, isn't good. Go away. <laughs> nope, nope, not good. Doesn't uh, that have a lot to do with coaching, though? I mean, just look at those four quarterbacks that you just named. Well, Goff is the greatest example currently of what coaching and scheming can do. Go- uh, according to Numberfire, at least, Goff put up, in the modern era, the worst season ever adjusted for the era. The, the worst. The absolute worst. The bottom. Like, not... Not... Somewhere near the bottom, not in the bottom five percentile. The worst season in the history of modern football. And now all of a sudden he's shredding. That's only because Tyler Thigpen didn't have enough attempts to qualify. <laughs> Speaking of, we got to put that bad quarterback poll up to uh, to name our quarterback segment. Be on the lookout for that. We're going to put up four quarterbacks. Also, we didn't mention a quick housekeeping note before we get into this. Uh, Donnie's Pizza Party. Is that a thing this week, DP? Yes, it's a thing every week for the rest of the season. I tell the people how they uh, participate. So you have to tell the people, the other people, not our people, but the people that are your people, about our stuff, Gridiron Gamble. So take to Twitter, take to Facebook, uh, tell them in some creative way. Twitter's great now because you have 280 characters instead of 140 um, so you can get creative with it. You can have some fun. Um, so just tell people to listen to our show. Check out our website. Uh, I don't care if you tell them to follow us on social media, that too. Um, but things that you have to do are you have to use hashtag Donnie's Pizza Party. Include that in the tweet. And you also have to link to something. So something Gritter and Gamble related. So whether that's linked to our SoundCloud page, our iTunes page, you can link to our profiles on social media. You can link to our website. Do any of that stuff. Also, don't forget to tag us because you have to tag us. That's another rule. I, I can't see it otherwise, really. So I don't want to do too much digging. So make it easy on me, please. And if you do this all, uh, you will get 
a possible 2% share in my DraftKings Fantasy Football Millionaire Maker entry, which two weeks ago finished 170th out of 176,000 plus people. So you can get some free money, enough to buy you a pizza. Um, hopefully I make us rich, at least a little bit rich. Um, but yeah, and I'll give away up to 25, uh, 2% shares, uh, for every week for the rest of the regular NFL season. I prefer wealthy, wealthy, rich, whatever you, no you could link to, people. you could link to four downs. That's right. But that would require Brett drinking, uh, <laughs> uh stop drinking IPAs for more than an hour to write it. So. Donnie reminds me on Friday evening when I'm already deep <laughs> yeah. in alcohol and out. When you, Rob, and Rex are just hammered at the Sabres game. That's right. That, that's... As the guy who manages content, you must know how <laughs> annoying it is to have to constantly remind someone about their content. <laughs> you got to remind me on, like, Monday. Uh, you can also, You're getting reminded right now. You can also participate in the our. Uh, I guess our super contest sweepstakes, I guess you would call it, where all you have to do is submit one game against the super contest lines, which you can find at gridirongamble.com. And if you get it correct, you get placed into a raffle for some cool stuff, some bad quarterback jerseys, some uh, sports betting books, and a Gridiron Gamble t-shirt from DP. So gridirongamble.com, just send us a pick. For example, if you like... One of the teams in this this epic Vikings Rams game. If you like the home team, you would say at Gridiron Gamble Vikings minus two. We'd tip our hat for you to be on the sharp side, and hopefully you'd get a a raffle ticket. Next week we're gonna have a a fun thing with Thanksgiving, so be on the lookout for that. With all that being said, let's get into Week Eleven. We start every Super Contest show by looking at split games, the games where we have two hosts on either side. And it seems like the Patriots always make an appearance in this section because we've got one guy with blind allegiance, one guy with just blinders on, and two absolute haters in Mo and myself. And this is the highest uh, game uh, amongst the two split games. There's a, a lot of conviction on both sides. The other split game is Racial Slurs Saints. Uh, the Saints are laying, I should say, the Saints are laying two and a, seven and a half at home. The Patriots are laying six and a half in Mexico City. So let's start with the marquee matchup. Let's start Pat's Raiders. And I'll hand it over to Donnie, who must be frustrated as all hell that we keep continuing to try to pile on his New England Patriots. Why do you think they can cover six and a half in the spot, DP? Because the Raiders are abhorrent and the Patriots are hitting stride and getting better and better every single week. Um, I mean, this is a neutral site game. This is... Bill Belichick versus Jack Del Rio. This is the Patriots spending all week training in altitude in Colorado as opposed to going back home and training at sea level like the Raiders are doing. Uh, Mexico City is just like Denver in terms of the altitude. So uh, I think that that favors the Patriots. You have a team that is greater than a four-point favorite at a neutral side game. Teams in that scenario are 10-0 against the spread. Um, I mean, wh- what else do you want me to say? Tom Brady versus Derek Carr. Derek Carr doesn't look that good this year. Teams are ten. Uh, what is that? Defense is horrible. In in what span? That's so. That was the most random stat ever. Teams on a neutral side are ten. Listen, I, I really don't like how you always question the stats that I throw out that help <laughs> me and my narrative. So just let me fucking roll with my shit and just don't ask me questions. <laughs> just a random stat. Teams, teams. Derek Carr doesn't look that good. Oakland's offense is only seventh in past DVOA. 
Tough no, season I don't think for Derek, Derek, Derek Carr. Carr looks that good. We're not starting the car, Mo. Get off of that. <laughs> you sure about that? I think this the, the if we if anybody listened to the DFS pod yesterday, I think the car is is warmed up and ready to roll. Mo, continue. No, I thought we liked the pieces around Carr as opposed to Carr, who's probably going to throw three interceptions and get sacked nine times. Three interceptions against the Patriots defense that remains 30th in DVOA. Mo, Derek Carr doesn't throw for 350 and three touchdowns. I'll be surprised. This is a slam dunk. This is the, the best line of the week. So much value. This was actually the only line of the entire week I absolutely loved. Everything else I had a little bit of trepidation about. Not this one, though. This line should be three and a half, maybe four. Uh, how the hell are the Patriots going to stop the Raiders? Three and a half, maybe four. Are you on fucking drugs? Yeah, it should be minus seven in Foxborough. You That's guys- fair. No, get the fuck out of here. Are you joking me? This should be fucking minus ten and a half in Foxborough. You guys are insane. The Patriots How defense is are so are the Patriots bad. gonna stop the Raiders? To cover seven, six and a half, you have to stop somebody. Okay. The, the corpse of Brock- Isn't this just gonna be an absolute shootout where both teams keep scoring? One hundred percent. The corpse of Brock Osweiler just went throw for throw with Tom Brady. They were separated. Throw by, for throw. Yes, they were separated by point oh six. God, get out of here. They were separated same by same points, uh, same yards per possession for both teams in that game. Exactly. The only separation. I mean, it doesn't really matter if you can't put the ball in the end zone. I don't care how many fucking yards you put up on the scoreboard. Yards per play. This is a joke. The Patriots are so overvalued after getting twenty-eight points handed to them by the Broncos special teams. I'm right there with you. Brett, you're quiet. You've, you've, you put the blinders on, but you're not high on the Patriots. Where do you land uh, on this game in Mexico City? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I thought this line was fair, and it is now seven on Pinnacle, so I like that movement. I like the parts of DP's narrative that fit my narrative. Ignore those minute trend samples that don't make any sense. Uh, but <laughs> the, look, the Raiders are a nightmare on defense. I just don't see any why, any reason why the Patriots can't roll here by two touchdowns. And yeah, they're bad on defense too, but this Patriots offense against this Raiders unit on D, they could they could score 50 this week. Certainly, but I also well, think Raiders might score 45, man. Exactly. They might. I think the range of outcomes here, the heaviest one is shootout where the game ends near, you know, a field goal on one side. Like why can't the Patriots lose this game? Why is that so, so absurd? Raiders coming off extra rest. Why can't Oakland win this game outright? Because Oakland's not good. Well, are the Patriots? The Patriots are... Yeah, Patriots are good. The Patriots are above average. (laughs) You are such a fucking hater. It is unbelievable. It's unbelievable, man. We We can't even weigh in correctly on Patriots games because Rich is so far, you know, on the other side, just completely hating at all times. Look at the teams this this Patriots unit is beating. Look at how bad the AFC is. This schedule is pathetic. It's two years in a row that they just get handed double-digit wins and then a, a, a cakewalk to the Super Bowl. It's a okay, joke. First of all, what do you mean two, two years in a row? They've had double-digit wins for like 12 years. I mean, I just mean the schedule for these last two years has been a they total They can't control joke. the schedule. They just have to play the teams that they're put in front of. I, and they do that every single week, and they win. I totally agree, but we can certainly use that schedule in our analysis of the team. You can't take the wins away from him, but you can certainly say that their wins are not 
as respectable as somebody like the Eagles wins. I, I just think this Patriots team is is super overvalued, and I, I like Mo. I don't understand how they get a stop here. I I, I can't <laughs> I can't see the Patriots getting stops against Oakland on extra rest. Let's move to the Bayou, where Washington travels to New Orleans, and despite my questioning of whether or not New Orleans is the best team in the league, I, I took the seven and a half in this spot. I, I don't know. I can't I can't put my finger on it. There's something about this Washington team that I'm still impressed by their defense. It ranks 13th in DVOA, uh, 14th against the pass, 12th against the run. Uh, last week was just so weird that Case Keenum goes into Washington and piles them like that. Uh, I honestly think it says more about the Vikings offense than it does about the Washington defense. Um, yeah, I still think the Saints are great, uh, but... Man, seven and a half against a good team. Why isn't what what really set my alarm bells off is why isn't this line higher? Why isn't it higher than seven and a half? Why? What is Washington Vegas, is a good team? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Is why is Vegas afraid of hanging nine here, and and just daring people to bet Washington? And I think it's because they believe that Washington's a good team as well. I also love that sixty seven percent of the public is unsurprisingly on New Orleans here. So Vegas is going to need Washington, and that inspires me to select them. Brett, you just said Washington's good, but you you are laying the seven and a half here. No, I questioned your statement there that Washington is a good team because I don't think they are a good team. So, and, and the big thing for me right now, I mean, this is coin flip territory for me. I thought the line was fair. I don't know what is going on with this Redskins offensive line, the injuries. Are they injured? They're playing, but how hurt are they? I... Took the other side last week because of that worry, and the game played out completely different than I thought it would. I, I hit the right side, but not really uh, the way I expected it to go. I don't know what to expect out of this Redskins team anymore. I from week to week, it's just it's so unpredictable. So I just I wanted nothing to do with this. I keep pointing these Washington losses: Eagles twice, Chiefs, Cowboys at full strength, and Vikings. I can't I can't take anything away from them. Those are are, are those not. Cowboys fully healthy are those not for the best teams in the league I, I, I like I can't ding them for that and then they go to CenturyLink granted this isn't the Seahawks team of, of your father's day but they they went outright so I can't really ding Washington because the games they've lost have been against elite talent DP you're also on the Saints you're starting to come around starting to see that this might be the best team in the league uh, yeah I mean like you and I said it on the recap show uh, I don't understand really why this line's only seven and a half um and i expect the saints to to win outright and this is i haven't fully come around yet as i said on the recap show uh, earlier this week is this is this is the game where i decide uh, either the saints completely blow out the redskins and they are legit and they cover the spread or they don't and they're the saints so if the saints are legit like rich is leaning to believe that they are and trying to tell people that they are and get people to join that bandwagon like he is on then they need to win this game by 10 or more points. That's it? Um, it That's the only way? 27-20 is not good enough? No, 27-20 is not good enough. 28-20 is, is good enough, <laughs> according to Super Contest. 27-20 ain't going to do it. Unless it's like a really bad-looking 27-20. to 20. It's like, you know, 27-13 to 13 and then Robbie Anderson happens at the end of the game. Yeah, the Robbie Anderson touchdown with 30 seconds left. We see the same from Jameson Crowder, hopefully, even though he'll be the chalk. We'll all be on him. Mo, you also took the slurs. Got them low, though. Anything to add on this contest? 
one thing I have to add is actually about the Saints. Um, we got Saints plus six and a half in week two against this mediocre Patriots team. How what ins- would the line be tomorrow? How insane is that result? How insane we, is we that? We got 10 and a half points of value. This line would be like minus four if they played tomorrow at New Orleans. What New happened? Orleans is better. What happened in that game? I, I don't understand. We got six and a half. <laughs> I know. Fuck the Patriots. And the Patriots romped. The Patriots destroyed the Saints in that game. So ridiculous. I knew that line was stupid. Wait, what do you mean? That's, but they killed them. That's what's so weird yeah, what about that. What do you that. mean? What do you mean? If they played that game tomorrow, the Saints would be minus four. We got ten points of value. This shit yeah, is a joke. Yeah, but the Patriots, the, the Patriots destroyed them. rolled in that game. What yeah. are you talking about? The Patriots. It was a fluke. <laughs> Obviously. Well, that I you guys are that, unbelievable. That I can't get Patriots behind. Patriots hate. I mean, Jesus no, 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 Christ. No, no, no. So that, much bias. That take. No, that take. Well, what the hell? What the hell has happened since then? Look at this shit. That take, that take, you guys can't just say that one game means anything when we have 20 games on these teams and New Orleans is better. That take I can't get behind. Why I think week two was weird was not only the reason that – they were plus six, but that the Patriots destroyed them. I don't understand how that happened. I'm going to give them credit. They obviously deserve it. They won the game and they destroyed them, but I don't understand how. So that's the perplexing part to me, not just that it was plus six, but that they won that large. I don't get it. Football is just weird. All right, let's move on to the Lone Wolves. Can't catch the goat, but your boy is one and zero this week after the Steelers covered the seven last night, and the goat can't extend his lead either. He does not have a single lone wolf selection this week. Mo's got two, Donnie's got three, and I've got one more. We'll go to Mo. It's another week where Mo has multiple lone wolves on his card. Uh, we'll start with the Broncos minus two and a half. He's got that fifth overall, and then he's got the Falcons plus two and a half at number four. We'll start with the Orange Crush Mo. A lot of faith in a in a team that just blew dicks on national television. Is this rule of Mo? Bet the team that looked the worst, especially on national television. Yeah, that's part of it, especially when that game was such a fucking fluke, man. Four special teams touchdowns basically just handed to the Patriots. I mean, they moved the ball okay, and they played okay from the line of scrimmage on defense. But, you know, when your offense and special teams keeps digging you holes, you're just going to keep shitting the bed. And that's what keeps happening to this Broncos team week after week. I guess I just can't quit this Broncos team. I don't know what's going on with me in this Broncos team. But I really do think they should be minus three here. Um, so we're getting – it's only a half point, but it's the most important half point there is. So I guess I do like the Broncos a decent amount considering that I thought this line was pretty close to where it should be. You guess you like how the Broncos? Is, you have this on your How card. is Andy Dolan going to move the ball here? This, this uh, Cincy O-line, absolute fucking disaster. They were getting, they were struggling against Tennessee. So, I mean, how the hell are they going to move the ball against the Broncos? And 
I just I still believe the Broncos at home are going to be a decent team. Just don't punt it off, literally. Brett and I. You also believe in Santa Claus? Because <laughs> this is that's a fucking joke, man. Come on. Brett and I had this low. Uh, I I had no real opinion on the game, but for some reason the public is all in on Denver, sixty seven percent right now, which is bizarre. So that kind of forced my hand to just click Bengals and put them low on my card. Uh, Donnie, Donnie's all in. This is uh, well, Donnie, I'll let you tell them. Where do you have this game? Number one, numero uno, baby, back in the bungles as my what? Top, my top. Yeah, Mo, shut up. The Broncos are fucking horrible. This is so. I can't believe you can't see it. You're supposed to be the sharp out of all of us. The Broncos are so bad, so bad. I you're, mean, they're not great. Sixty-seven percent of the public. Sixty-seven percent of the public on the Broncos and Brock Osweiler as a favorite. Get out of here, Mo. They are not the same team. They are not the same team at home. That defense is not the same. They don't give a shit anymore. What do you mean, how are they going to move the ball? They're going to move the ball pretty easily against this Broncos team that just doesn't care and has quit on their coach. If the Broncos have an ounce of professional pride, this is a this is a win. An ounce of professional- a, a team having professional pride when they have their star cornerback shoots himself in the leg. Get, I mean, no, they're not. That's not that type of team. What a take. What an Akeem to leave take. They're not like a professional type of defense. They're like a, a star's defense. You know, they, they got a lot of divas over there. I mean, it's not really a professional defense. That, that takes... How bad are the Bengals? They're so bad. Yeah. Well, the, the Bengals are, they're the king of the non-professional defenses, but they're a lot better and a lot more coherent than the Broncos. I can't get behind any of this. Brett, you had this low. Any anything to add? Are we sure the Broncos defense is good? Why why do you love this Broncos D so much? They're twelfth in defense DVOA right now. Mo. Crickets. Yeah, they're just exactly. average. No fly zone. I mean, you got Derek Wolf calling out his teammates. You got uh, people just not even playing defense on the ball. You have the coaching staff is dropping Von Miller back into coverage more than they are rushing him, and he's supposed to be an elite pass rusher, so let him fly at the quarterback, but they're not doing that. They're just they're a mess on defense. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's still talent on this team. Plenty of it. I don't know. I, how, I don't. I don't know hate how. This I I've hated it from square one. I don't know how either of you can have any conviction on this game. That I, I just think it. the Broncos should be minus three at home here. So a half point makes you put them on your card. But it's the most important half point, and I absolutely hated this week's card. I hated this week's card. I'm the biggest degen. I might have like three bets this week. <laughs> oh man. Don, you're gonna have to do some more convincing on on why the Bengals are your out of thirteen potential games. Why the Bengals are your number one pick? Because it's all this is all about not picking the Broncos. That's that's what this pick is. I mean, have you guys seen the Broncos play football this year? So if Rancho Cucamonga was plus two, you're if Rancho Cucamonga High School showed up with their third string quarterback, I'm taking Rancho Cucamonga High School and their third string quarterback. Plus yes, two, plus two and a half. Plus two and a half. Yes. I hate you. Mile High Stadium is not the same, you know, stadium that you used to go into and it used to be just a total disaster to try and play in. It's not that anymore because this team doesn't care. The fans are totally checked out. The coaching staff is on its last leg. Nope, that's enough. I wish I had a mute button. (laughs) No, you can't mute me. That's enough narrative takes. Uh, Mo, your other selection is Falcons plus two and a half. Equally as puzzling that you have the Falcons and you have this high. What's going on here? 
how is this puzzling? You guys don't love the Falcons here? What is going on? Aren't the Falcons going to win this game? Aren't no. the Falcons better the than the Falcons Seahawks? The Falcons are going to win. No, no that's the, the, the Seahawks are going to win this game by double digits, actually. You guys are fucking insane. I can't wait. We're booking all the pizzas this week. I actually love the Falcons. And I love the Seahawks. I've got the Seahawks in my top five. Donnie's got the Seahawks in, in his top five. You guys five. explain to me. Have you seen this injury report? This isn't even the Seahawks. This is the zombie so, Seahawks. Isn't this Moe's rule of NBA? Richard Sherman goes out. Team's going to get hyped after his injury for that, that one game. Maybe if the rest of the team was there. What do we got here? We got we Luke Jokel. We have, we have one day of practice. Questionable. Hasn't practiced. We have one day. Imagine. We have one day of practice. Could you imagine how bad Luke Jokel's backup must be? Holy shit, He didn't shit, play last guys. week either, did he? Jokel? He didn't play last week. We have one day of practice. Exactly. Look how bad this fucking team is. They should have covered uh, against the Cardinals last week. It's no, the no. Cardinals Drew Stanton on the road. Uh, Cam Chancellor. DNP, Dwayne Brown, he missed last week. Who was the questionable? Be- who was the best team in football last week, Mo? No, Richard Sherman. Most most uh, most impressive performance in football last week. Who was? That's it? that's the big thing. Is the stock is super high on Atlanta right sell now? All, Way too high. Sell all your Atlanta stock. Sell it off. This team isn't even good. Yeah, they're they're average. The best performance One last week wonder. was the Rams Vikings. Um. Michael Bennett questionable hasn't practiced. I gotta see who the Seahawks are putting on the field. It's one. It's one day of practice. They. they Earl Thomas is hobbled. It's not though. No. Yes, Dwayne, is. these guys missed last week. Right. That's the thing. But you're looking at one day of practice reports, and those are all this veterans. Those people are all... who missed last week or have not been a hundred percent. Sixty percent are on the Falcons going all the way to Seattle after a massive public. Crushing win at home. This is Seahawks by a touchdown or more. These teams are zombie Seahawks. These teams are pretty much even. Zombie Seahawks. <laughs> if they were healthy, they might be even. Falcons. Still, I've always believed this team has talent on the defense. All right, let's. Keep and they it. finally played like last week. Let's keep it puzzling. Let's go to Donnie. Donnie also has two lone wolves on his card, and he's got one at the bottom. The two on his card, I don't understand these at all. Uh, he's got the Cowboys plus the three and a half at home. He's got the Lions minus three and a half on the road. And at the bottom, he's got the Ravens minus two on the road. Let's start with the Lions. You've been backing the Bears all season, and all of a sudden you flip a 180 here. in a clap. Yeah, I'm done with them. I'm done. <laughs> big. I mean, listen, it's a big public favorite. I get it um, on, on the road, I, but I got to be square here and just take the lions the the bears they're not good they they had their their 15 minutes of fame at the beginning of the season when they performed well at home you know they flashed a couple times uh but that's it that's that's over and done with i expect the lions to just roll here are these two teams that different yeah one has a much better offense and one has a much better defense well i wouldn't say that but i i would say they're They're closer to this line their deficiencies mask each other perfectly in my opinion the Detroit- yeah, look at look at how these teams played last year. They played. I think the the Lions covered both times. They played low scoring, close games. And it's going to be the same this week. Yeah, just gotta. This, this is the Spider Man meme. <laughs> Two teams pointing at each other, and and being the exact same. So I don't think the Lions have any 
any there's no reason for them to be minus three and a half on the road. Uh, Mo, you nearly had this on your card. Brett, you did have this on your card. Anything to add there? You, you yeah, sorry, I'm Bears. Bears covered both times last last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was confused. Yeah, that. I love this. Uh, the Bears at home coming off a loss, back where they should be here as home underdogs. That line last week was a joke. This is more of the spot we like them in against the Lions coming off a cover. The Bears defense is good. Uh, they're above average against both the run and the pass. And they and like I said, they, they match up really well with this Lions team. Uh, they covered both times last year and won one of them outright. I think they could easily win this in a low-scoring game. Uh, this is a great spot for Chicago. Mo, this should be on your card. Take those two clown ridiculous picks off your card and put this on there, buddy. I almost did. I mean, I like this. These are all really kind of a jumble for me. The Bears, yeah, this defense has been awesome at home. Why why can't they just come out and shit on this mediocre Lions offense? The one thing that gives me pause is that the Lions seem to run, be one of the few teams running a mathematically correct offense. They actually come out and like get in shotgun and throw. And uh, that helps their cause greatly since they don't have that much talent. But uh, I think the Bears can come out and just play a solid game on defense and possibly win this, like Brett said. All right, your next selection. You've got the Cowboys plus three and a half. Normally, this is rule of NFC East. Just click the plus three and a half. But I don't know about this spot. The injury to Tyron Smith and, of course, the suspension to Zeke looming, but you don't care. You're still taking the three and a half with the boys, DP. I do not care. Uh, like you said, I'm still buying into rule of NFC East. This is also a bit of a leverage play. Stock high on the Eagles. It's as high as anyone else in the league, higher than anyone else in the league. Stock is super low on the Cowboys right now. Like you just said, the, the injuries is Tyron Smith and also to, or well, it's not an injury, but the suspension to Ezekiel Elliott. 82% are on the, the Eagles here. I just think that this is, there's really no better spot to make a leverage play than this this year is have the Cowboys plus three and a half getting more than a field goal at home against the Eagles who are flying high. And I think that they are in line to take a step back and, and falter at one point. And I think that this in an NFC divisional game is a great spot for the Cowboys. I think if we were blindly picking stocks, selling high and buying low, I would agree. This is a beautiful spot for Dallas, but if we're looking at it, from a football perspective and the way these two teams match up and the massive hole that the Cowboys now have at left tackle and the absence of Zeke. I said it on the recap. Uh, I, I think the absence of Smith is light years more important than the absence of Elliott. And I don't think the Cowboys are even an average team if their offensive line doesn't perform to the level that we expect. And the Eagles possibly the best team in the league. Uh, I, I don't want to believe it, but they just keep coming out and crushing people, and they're coming off of extra rest. It's a horrific scenario for Philadelphia, and I, I, was, I was afraid to click Philadelphia in the spot, knowing how public of a side it is, but, I mean, Brett, you nearly had it on your card. Mo, you had it a little lower, but Brett, you're, you're all in on, on Philadelphia here. I'm not all in. It's it's in the middle for me. But every, you're right. Everything points to Dallas being the right side here. The number, the public pounding Philly, the stock. But using my own eyes to evaluate what this Dallas team is now, I still think the value is on the Eagles. I mean, 
the Cowboys, like you said, they're going to be without three of the best players this week. They really struggled on offense without Zeke and Tyron Smith. Oh, yeah, Sean I Lee. Think, Didn't even add Sean Lee to that equation. Well, I said three of the best players. I mean, yeah, Sean Lee is, is huge too. And I think Zeke makes a huge difference. And we talk a lot about how the NFL, they're the running backs in the NFL, it's a lot of plug and play, next man up, don't see a huge difference. But with Zeke, I don't think that applies. This guy is a huge difference maker. He gets those extra yards. He moves the chains. And now you're putting extra pressure on Dak to get those yards. And he's not even that good. Mo, you had this low, but you still clicked the obvious road favorite. A lot has to go into Dude, what the hell is this line? <laughs> I mean, honestly, you look at this line and you're like, why didn't they just hang seven and be done with it? Nobody is clicking the Cowboys here unless they're getting a touchdown. Uh-huh. Nobody. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. You're right, DP. Cowboys. This has to be the Illum of the year. I mean, it absolutely has to be. I'm looking at this, and there's just no possible way you could use logic and make this line minus three and a half. There you go. There we go. Because it's already four and a half. It's already moving the direction it's supposed to be. Where do you see four and a half? I just don't understand this line. Wow, it is four and a half on Pinnacle. This line makes no sense. But I physically, I wanted to put this in my top five, but it's just too square. Yeah, just, I can't do you it. You can't do it. <laughs> holy shit, man. This line looks way too short. Yeah. The, to, to steal Donnie's Saints take from before, if the Eagles are one of the best teams in the league, they win this game by more than double digits. Because the Cowboys, without Lee, Smith, and Elliott, are below average. They're not a good football team. Let's go to DP's last lone wolf pick, laying the two with Baltimore on the road in Green Bay. Tell us why. I don't really have anything. These bottom five picks, I have no conviction on one way or the other. So, whatever. I, I don't. <laughs> what, at this game, I honestly was like, I have no clue. I'll pick the better defense, I guess. Packers uh, were selected by, obviously, the other three hosts. I had them low. Mo had them low. Brett in the top five. Brett Hundley, home dog. He can't get enough of it. Yeah, I don't think the Packers are that bad, but Brett Hundley. And they proved that last week against the Bears on the road. That's it. Yep. You want me to keep going? I'll keep going. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I like Brett Hundley, man. I think he's getting more comfortable in the pocket. They're letting him throw the ball downfield a bit more, letting him be the playmaker that he's shown he can be. And I think we see more of that at home this week against Baltimore, a team that I do like, but I still think this Packers team is undervalued following the loss to Aaron Rodgers. And until the market's corrected, I'm going to keep betting the Packers. I think I bet the Packers every single week since Rodgers went out. McCarthy. I was just going to say, can we just call out this coaching staff? McCarthy. Fuck you guys. McCarthy. Cost us like two points or whatever, yeah. right? McCarthy. McCarthy. Just let him play football and we might have two more points here. That's why I can't put the Packers high. I, I can't trust McCarthy. I, I, I believe the same things you do. I believe there's value in the number. I believe there's value in backing Green Bay after Aaron Rodgers because the market has violently adjusted against it. And I think Hunley's okay. But Mike McCarthy is the absolute worst. The absolute worst. Yeah, Harbaugh coming off a bye, right? <laughs> yes. Harbaugh maybe. coming off a bye against McCarthy, who doesn't have a fucking clue, man. How bad... Are you McCarthy? You just absolutely sunk your team the last two weeks by not just letting Brett Hundley play. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? 
Right. He throws a couple picks and you lose anyway. Well, if he throws for 56 yards, you're still going to lose. Drawing dead to win the division, drawing massively slim to make the playoffs. You might as well see what the kids got. But no, let's let's play conservative and try to protect Brett Hundley. Uh, I've got one lone wolf, and it is against rule of Mo. I I can't click the Dolphins as a pick'em. Can't do it. I've got the Bucks. I got it really low. It's four from the bottom. It is the square side. Bucks got the big cover last week. The entire world was on the road favorite Jets, and the powder keg came out and tried to keg. He kegged a couple times, but Caden McCown was just as bad, and the Bucks escaped with a victory. Getting Mike Evans back, uh, I don't know. I, I don't see this Miami Dolphins team putting up much of a fight against any team remaining on their schedule. Uh, Ndamukin Sue is dinged up. He has not practiced yet this week, and he is probably... The only person on that defense with a pulse. I mean, I, I can't get behind any of these Dolphins. I know they just played absolutely horrifically on Monday Night Football. They look like the worst team in the league, and that's why they're a pick them. But I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with clicking the Bucks. Nobody weighed in too heavily except for Mo. Mo, you had this right in the middle. Anything to add on Miami? Yeah, I kind of wanted to love Miami. But then the more I started thinking about it, Man, I had to keep moving this down because it's just so hard to fire them as a pick even though it is the Bucks and the Bucks stink. We've been driving the fade the Bucks bus all year. Nobody's been lower on the Bucks than us. And it and it's come through for us for the most part. One of our one of our few consistent hits has been fading the Bucks. But um I don't know. This was a tough one because you just initially, I felt like this line should be like minus two and a half or maybe even minus three. But then I started thinking about it. Dolphins coming off a short week. Dolphins as bad as it gets lost by 30 to Carolina if they didn't get a garbage time touchdown. I mean, the Bucks suck too, but I don't know. Maybe Fitzpatrick gets an extra week and plays a little better. I got nothing on this game, really. The Dolphins are last in total DVOA in a league that contains the Browns and the Niners. That's really all you need to say. This team is horrifying. And I'm okay with clicking bucks as a pick'em. So to recap, the Lone Wolves. Moe's got Falcons and Broncos on his card. Donnie's got Cowboys and Lions on his card. He's also got the Ravens. At the bottom, and I've got the Bucks at the bottom. All right, time for top plays. And because he is our leader, because he is picking at 54% in his top five, and it had another 4 1 week last week, Brett leads us off. You're taking a home dog. You're taking what I think is a beautiful spot, and it's a consensus pick. Which one you got, Brett? And it's one of the dumbest lines of the year. I got the Giants <laughs> plus 10.5 at home against the Chiefs. The double-digit road favorite should be reserved for teams who can actually make stops on defense. This line is so inflated. The Chiefs rank 26th in defense DVOA, 19th in scoring defense. Eli Manning is going to be able to move the ball in this game. And for that reason, I don't see any reason why the Chiefs are minus 10.5 here on the road. 
And I think that the Andy Reid coming off the bye narrative, I mean, the guy doesn't lose coming off a bye. He covers every time coming off the bye. That is built into this line, 100%. It's all the public is talking about. They're pounding KC at 76%. Nobody believes in the Giants, especially after they lost to the Niners last week. So this is a this is a perfect spot to get, like, I think three, four, maybe five points of value. I think it's it's that many points off. I would have the Giants on my card here if the line was seven or seven and a half. This is this is just an amazing spot, I, and I don't I don't know if people are going to pick the Giants in the Super Contest. I don't think they will. So I think we get a team that's probably going to be in the middle or near the bottom of the pack in the contest too. So I, I love the Giants this week. It's so funny how this Andy Reid thing has totally jumped the shark. This is like the new restaurant in town that everybody likes because it's a great deal. You know, you go there and you have good food, and everybody likes it because you don't pay that much money. It's a great deal. But once that restaurant starts getting popular and the prices start to raise uh, a little bit, you can keep going and like the food, but you can't say that you go there because it's a great deal. You go there because you like the food, and that's what's happening here with this read off a buy thing. Of course, the Chiefs are going to be better prepared than the Giants. Of course, the Chiefs are a better team than the Giants. But there's no reason why this line should be ten and a half. It's a total joke. Mo, you've got this in your card as well. Donnie, uh, I've got this as my number one pick. Uh, Donnie, you've got this towards the middle of the pack. What are your trepidations here uh, on Giants plus ten and a half? Just worry about the Giants quitting. That's kind of what I'm worried about. Hashtag quitting. Uh, Mo, how much has the Andy Reid off the buy thing jumped the shark? Yeah, this line is way too high. Uh, you guys see this line opened at 13? 13? 13. When I first saw this line, I thought the Chiefs were at home. I was like, okay, that line makes sense. Chiefs at home, minus 11. I think 11 was the first number I saw. I was like, Chiefs minus 11 at home against the Giants. Yeah, Giants are horrible. Giants are getting destroyed by 50 every week whatever Chiefs roll show. And then I saw that the Chiefs were at home. What the hell, man? This line is way too high. Uh, yeah, why can't Eli just shred this pitiful Chiefs secondary? They are who we thought they were. Remember, that's what I said yesterday. Yep. This, this secondary is who we thought they were. They're not good. Giants can move the ball. I'm never, ever, ever in a million years laying big numbers unless you can get a stop. Like Brett said, that's one of my biggest rules. If you if you are a massive double-digit favorite, you have to be able to dominate on both sides of the ball because that's what it takes to roll in the NFL. If you are going to give up points here, the back door at the very, very minimum is always going to be open. But I think the Giants can honestly keep this within 10 the whole game. I'll be surprised if the Chiefs ever go up really more than like 14 and anytime they go up by 14, the giants will just come back down and score and get it back down to seven. All right. I am next. I went three and three and two last week and I'm going to the split games. I'm taking the Raiders plus six and a half and I'm happily placing them on the card. This is a shootout. Both teams keep pace. I don't see why Oakland can't win outright. Uh, Oakland plus six and a half. We discussed it earlier. It's on the card. Sorry, DP. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> All 
Uh, yeah, uh, veto recap from last week. LOL, Donnie. Lol, Donnie. LMFAO, Donnie. Who has vetoes left? Uh, just Brett and Mo. And you have a freebie on Mo. I'm using mine every week. I'm <laughs> fucking getting it. Let's go. Can you please, for the love of God, get this fucking Raiders pick off the card? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Let's uh, see what Mo goes with first. We're moving on to Mo. How does Donnie have a freebie against me? He doesn't have shit. Uh, didn't he successfully veto against veto. you? He successfully vetoed against you. He successfully vetoed against you previously. Yeah, but the veto, the freebie veto, is when you brick your veto against somebody. Oh, that's right. That's right. This is a made-up rule. You can't make this up in the middle of the season. No, good call. Good call. I, 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 I screwed it up. I screwed it up. Brett he, has the freebie against Donnie. That's right. Donnie, Donnie retained his veto and then f- misfired. Brett has the freebie veto against Donnie. Okay, I got it. I got it now. Sorry. Brett, how much do I need to pay you to use your video? <laughs> how many pizzas will it take? I mean, I was going to use it anyway, but I'll take pizzas. <laughs> you guys are the worst. All right, Mo, Mo's got a, a, a somewhat of a home dog. It's a pick 'em. This is a great spot. Uh, I was initially weary, but then the, the disciple really, really just put a lesson on me yesterday and, and convinced me. I love this side. Mo, who's going on the card? Texans minus two and a half is the line now. In the contest, Texans are a pick 'em. So that is the biggest reason why. And who the hell is out there firing on? The Texans here and Tom Savage. Yeah, who's guys. moving the line? Who's DGen enough to move this line? Sharp money. I mean, absolutely has to be. They opened at plus one, and now they're minus two and a half. There's no way this is squares just lining up, firing the Texans. So it's Blaine Gabbert on the road. He is one of the worst. He wasn't even good in college. I don't even understand how he's still got a professional uniform to put on. Um, I know the Texans are horrible. I'm well aware of this, but it's playing Gabbard on the road. Why can't the Texans just win this game? I mean, come on. You were the lowest on this DP. You have the second to last. So you're obviously scared of this game. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. This is in my, I have no clue what's happening. Part of my card. And Brett, just follow the sharps. Just follow the sharps. Brett, you convinced me. I have this third. You were spot on with everything you said yesterday. You've got this number two. Anything to add on this Texans selection? Not really. I mean, I talked about it at length yesterday. As bad as the Texans have been on defense the past few weeks, Blaine Gabbert and this Cardinals offensive line is going to make them look like the Jaguars this week. Like Jadavion Clowney has been blowing plays up like a madman out there. He might have a career day on Sunday against Gabbert who in his last 13 starts has been sacked 36 times. So I, I could see the, the Texans just rolling here with a couple defensive touchdowns. So I totally forgot. Wait, 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 wait. Somebody let Gabbert start 13 games? <laughs> yeah. You don't forget. Over you the past two years, he started 13 times with the Niners, right? Yeah. What do you, do? you didn't know that? Remember, remember the, the whole Kaepernick thing? I mean, I guess I erased that from my memory. That Holy guy, shit. That- 13 games? Gabbard is horrible. He was horrible at Missouri. <laughs> I totally forgot about Brett's freebie against Donnie, which means he's going to fire a double veto because <laughs> Donnie, Donnie's pick is the Cowboys. 
Well, you fucked yourself on this one, Donnie. <laughs> well, so I actually didn't think that it was going to get to this point. I, I you know, I just kind of did it as a leverage play, and I thought that my pick was going to be the Patriots, but somebody picked the fucking Raiders. So wait, 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 wait. You put the Cowboys third, hoping they didn't get on the card. No, no, I'm fine with them getting on the card, but I just didn't think that it would ever make it that far. Wait, Donnie has the Patriots first? He, no, he's no got, second. This is his his insane top three. His insane, insane top four. Bengals, Triple pizzas, Donnie. Bengals, Patriots, Cowboys, Lions is Donnie's top four. Donnie is a lock to go one and four this week. Wait, if Donnie's pick is the... How is it not the Bengals then? Yeah, how is it not the Bengals? That's oh, sorry, sorry, say. sorry, sorry. It is the Bengals. Go ahead, DP. Well, he's, what? What's happening? What? Are you, what's going on? I'm the worst host ever, and I even said it during the. the I, yeah. I even said it during the lone wolf section that your pick is the Bengals. So people that I are, this whole this whole time I've been thinking I'm like who put the fucking Broncos on the car? I'm like what has happened? <laughs> people are listening to this and are so angry at me right now. Uh, the Bengals are your selection. We talked about I, it earlier. I don't know ski, but wow, Rich, three IPAs before <laughs> yeah. seven a.m. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, crash my car on the 405 after this. Uh, we talked about it already. Bengals are on the card. Uh, so now it's Brett's decision time. Mo, you have a veto too if you want to fire. So what is, what's the deal here, boys? Well, we're definitely not putting the Raiders on the card. All right. And we are putting Hold up, let me the Green Bay Packers and Brett Hundley on the card. Oh, my God. Sound it. The sounder is on, but it's not working. Where's my sounder? There we go. I do it for the sounder. Come on. Sounder. This card is beautiful now. Uh, uh, Can I re-veto? I mean, I said oh, it last no. week that I was going to be forfeiting. My, we should all forfeit our picks to Brett, so this kind of works. No, it doesn't Can work because it's not your shitty pick. It's my pick, and it's the right fucking side. So, no. no you're, all your picks are shitty. Oh, yeah, that's why... Uh, um, just, uh. I want to re-veto and put the Raiders back in. We got to take a game out that is not... Uh... Obviously, I'm taking out Donnie's clown pick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> how, high did it, how high were you on the Raiders, Mo? This is my top pick. Excellent. Excellent work. Thank you, Mo. Thank you for restoring order to the universe there. Okay, so. I have to. It's my number one pick, and <laughs> and I'm on the other side for my number five pick of Donnie's pick. Right. If that's not a veto, I don't know what is. So Mo puts the Raiders on instead of the Bengals. Brett puts the Packers on instead of the Patriots, but of course that gets washed out. Uh, it gets back on anyway. So the card, Giants plus ten and a half. Texans as a pick'em. Raiders plus six and a half, Packers plus two, and what's the fifth pick? Oh, the fifth pick is the collective pick that I have not even revealed yet. This is the worst hosting just, job ever. Let's just not do that. We'll, we'll find another way to, to do this fifth pick because this has been a disaster. The, it is a disaster. Nine losses in a row. Here's the tenth loss. <laughs> The collective chooses the Minnesota Vikings. Zimmer at home. 
Let's what? go. What do you mean, what? This is great. This is a consensus pick. Everybody had it in the middle of their pack. Donnie nearly had it on the card. Brett, you had it at the bottom. What is that what about? Zimmer at home, bro. Let's go. I don't know. I, I, I get the Rams wrong every single week. I don't know what this team is. These teams, this is the Spider-Man meme again. Just They're, they're the same. I love the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> this is a great Yeah, I mean, t- I think Vikes should be minus three, so I'm cool with this. Minus two. They're begging you to take it, and yet only 46% of the bets are on it. it seems like it's way the right side. And we love, come on, Zimmer at home, Vikings at home. We're, we're don't mess with this defense at home. McVay's your boy, Rich. I love McVay, but McVay's only been doing it for 10 games. Zimmer's been doing it for five seasons, you know? So I, I'll, hey, don't bet on the 19-year-old head coach. Just don't. <laughs> so, so the card. Let me see if I can screw this up again. Giants plus 10.5. Raiders plus 6.5. Texans as a pick em, Packers plus 2. Vikings minus 2. There we go. Now we have like all teams that I had in my top eight. So now I'm actually really maybe maybe I did this wrong. This oh was, well. This was this was the worst produced podcast of all time. I apologize to not only the listeners, not only the citizens of the United States, but the people of the world. I'm sorry. That was horrifying. You didn't apologize to us. You're not citizens of the United States or people of the world. We should come first. <laughs> We're above all that. That's so, someone needs to apologize for this Raiders pick. Let's Just, Mo, you're my hero. All the IPAs. All the IPAs. I'm booking you. up to three pizzas on this one. All right. That's on which one? I'm in. What, what are we? I have the Patriots. P- pizzas. Yep. Check. Look out for pizza bets on Twitter. Follow these guys. You can also follow at Gridiron Gamble. Best of luck in your betting ventures, your fantasy, all that goodness. We need five and zero. Send your super contest picks. Agridon Gamble. Peace. Out. Not coincidentally, Donnie owes me three pizzas.